WKNC 88.1 Raleigh. Hello and welcome to the State of State. And tonight we have a myriad of guests in the studio. I can't even count how many people are sitting in front of me. But uh, we are going to be talking to the Brentwood Boys and Girls Club and the Carolina Railhawks. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Can you hear everybody? There's tons of people in here. It's awesome. Um, So the State of State is a show based off of building a better sense of community here at NCSU. So we are looking for ideas and thoughts. And if you have any, we would love to hear from you at the state of state at WKNC.org. But tonight, as I said, we're going to talk to the Boys and uh, Girls Club of Brentwood. And we're going to talk to a state student. Her name is Christy Booth. Hey, Christy. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You're a state student. That's all they know. I'm a state student. I'm a junior. I actually transferred here from Appalachian State University. So this has only been my hmm, fourth semester. Okay, and how did you get involved with the Boys and Girls Club? I originally got involved with the Boys and Girls Club through volunteering um, with another organization called Girls on the Run. I was a coach for one season, and uh, we held our practices at the Brentwood Boys and Girls Club, and girls from the club were involved with, um, well, were on the team. Okay, Mm -hmm. and so you just magically decided to go check out a job at the Boys and Girls Club, or what? Well, while I was coaching there, Pepe Caldillo, the club director approached me and he said, hey, I heard you speaking Spanish with some of the kids because about 85% of um, the members there at the club are Hispanic. And I said, yes, I speak a little bit of Spanish. And so he asked me if I wanted a job and I kind of said yes. Okay. And so what is the typical day at the Boys and Girls Club? Well, it depends when you come. Uh, Right now, because most of the kids are in school, those who are in traditional school, at least are in school, uh, the club is open from 2.30 until 8 o'clock. And after kids arrive off the bus or get a ride from their parents, taxi, however, they manage to arrive at the club. They do their homework in uh, in the library usually. Sometimes we spread it out and have to go to other rooms of the club because it's a little crowded. But they do their homework and um, they read, do some kind of research, or uh, do an extra activity to get more practice. Does that sound right to you guys? Yes. yes. Yeah. What's your favorite part of the Boys and Girls Club? Oh, my favorite part of the Boys and Girls Club is that we get to play soccer, play different sports. We learn we learn different sports, and we get to be on teams. And the Boys and Girls Club members are really nice. Yeah. Yeah. The volunteers too. Yeah. Yeah, you like playing soccer with them? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> are they better than you? Yeah. So. A little bit? Yeah, they are better they- than me. <laughs> what about you girls? I don't really have a favorite part. You don't have a favorite part at all? No. No? Why do you like to go? Because it's really fun and it gets you out of other stuff you're not supposed to do. Like what? Like drugs, like other older people do. Gotcha. When did you start going to the Boys and Girls Club? Um, I started going since third grade. Third grade, and what grade are you in now? Six. Cool. Three whole years. Do you have siblings that go to the Boys and Girls Club? Yes, I have a younger sister. A younger sister. Does she like it too? Yes. Cool. And what about you? I like going outside and playing sports with the staff and volunteers. Yeah. Soccer as well? No. Basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. And you like fashion design too, right, Mai? Yes. Cool. So what are your biggest successes at the Boys and Girls Club since you've been there, Christy? Personally, like my biggest successes or just the club in general? Okay. Well, you want both? 
Yes? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I guess every staff member, we all, we all work together. There's only a handful of us at the club, but we all work together to try to make things happen. And after, like I said earlier, the kids get done with their homework and doing whatever they need to do for school, we have certain programs that they are involved in. Some of them include sports programs, and the Real Hawks even have a soccer team that they coach. Then we have, um, we have other athletic pro- programs, and then there's some art programs, more educational programs, and um, I do a, a fashion design thing that Maya and Anna were both a part of as well. And um, you guys had a big thing this past this weekend, This past correct? Saturday, we had a little fundraiser. Um, for, it was called Dia de los Niños, Day of the Children, which is celebrated in Mexico. And uh, we had a little fashion show, and they showed off some of the things that they'd made, and it was a good time. Neat. And I also saw when I visited today, you guys have a garden, right? Yes, we do. And that's a new thing, correct? No? No. Well, what it's, have you... it's new and improved, I'd say. What have you grown in the garden in the past? Tomatoes and watermelons. What did you say? Tomatoes and watermelons. Did you get to eat them? Yes. Yeah? Pick and pick them? Is that what you said? Not fun? It is fun. Yeah? Were they good? Yes. Better than what you buy at the store? Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Just sort of. All right. It depends well, at least on how honest. you look at it. <laughs> All right. And so you had that Dia de los Niños. Has that been your your main program that you've put on? Oh, no. That was just a, a one-time sort of celebration. Um, personally, I'm in charge of the art programs, um, the sewing or fashion design program that we have, and also the gardening that goes on. And um, the other staff members are involved in other things, and we all basically try to help each other out because it gets to be kind of overwhelming. And we're very thankful for our volunteers that really help us out a lot. Don't know what we do without them. That's you guys. You railhawks sitting over there. <laughs> so I guess another question comes to mind. What does this, like, how does this relate to your life at NC State? Um, actually, the semester I started working, well, volunteering at the Boys and Girls Club, um, I took that semester off because I felt kind of like a lot of students feel. I was very confused and didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And um, it reminded me of my passion for Spanish and for the culture and for the language and for the people. And so I started taking more Spanish classes again. And so now I'm a Spanish major and I'm going to Ecuador next semester, which is really exciting because um, I've gotten to practice Spanish a lot working with all of these Latino kids and their parents and my boss Pepe, who is constantly teaching me new slang. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a good thing. <laughs> and um, it's definitely been a lot of fun, and I've learned how much I enjoy working with kids personally and just using whatever talents I have to um, make the club more entertaining, more interesting for the kids, a better place in general. So I guess that's another question then is, are there certain requirements for volunteers? Do you have to possess certain skills, or is it just kind of whoever would like to volunteer? Pretty much whoever would like to volunteer, as long as you're not, like, a child molester or something, I think it's okay. No creepy people. <laughs> no, no, no. So if no, you consider yourself <laughs> creepy, please stay away from the Boys and Girls Club. Otherwise, come on over. Cool. Yeah. And I think that we were talking earlier about something. Um, I don't know if you guys were the participants um, or not, but it, it involved a visit from the students of the Boys and Girls Club to NC State. Oh, yes. We were talking about a program called Goals for Graduation. Um, we usually do that during the summer, so it's kind of, it's been a year since I've done anything like that. And these kids, um, I asked them earlier, and they actually didn't come with us. 
But Goals for Graduation is a program run throughout all of the country in the Boys and Girls Clubs. And it basically involves um, encouraging kids to set goals personally and academically, um, specifically to to graduate from, you know, from college or from, from high school and go on to college or just to do something valuable and meaningful to them and to pick out some kind of career path. Um, and part of that, for part of that, we came to NC State as our little field trip. We came two times, and the undergraduate admissions office actually has a really nice sort of a program for them. And uh, we came here. We took a nice tour around. They got to eat at the dining hall. Ooh, <laughs> I think, <laughs> Ooh, yummy. <laughs> no, it was it was a huge thrill. The uh, soft serve ice cream machines, oh, soda. Yeah. Oh, my God. It looks like freshman was, at college the first week, I'm sure. Like ice we, cream <laughs> with your cereal and stuff. It was... It was excellent. And uh, we also toured the library and walked around campus. The library was a lot of fun. When we asked them what, um, we said, oh, yeah, what do, what do you think students do? <gasps> they play video games. <laughs> oh, yeah, the second no, floor. Yeah. Only, only when you're done studying, we promise. <laughs> you have to study first. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you should, right? Right. Yes, <laughs> studying <Yeah>. is important. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. And so tonight, also, we've been given a special treat by the Railhawk guests that we have with us they gave us a couple sets of tickets i think i'm not going to disclose the number because i want you guys to keep calling but we will be giving away a set of those here at the break which is coming up soon so stay tuned for the number to call in and win those tickets and i think that we might actually take that break now so we can come back and talk um and have you guys give your interviews so if you would like to win a pair of tickets to the railhawks game which is? Which is against uh, the Cleveland City Stars on May 29th. Ooh, so coming up? Yes, it's uh, at the end of the month, and it's going to be on Fox Soccer. So uh, you're going to be on national television, too, if you come. Not only do you get to witness great soccer, but you get to be on TV. Uh, call us here at WKNC at 860-0881 or 515-2400. And so we're going to take a little bre- break and we'll be right back uh, with the Brentwood Boys and Girls Club and the Carolina Railhawks. All right, and we're back. Sorry, I'm having technical difficulties tonight. Uh, this is the State of State here with your host, MC, and we are talking to the Brentwood Boys and Girls Club and the Carolina Railhawks. And now we're going to go into our portion of interviews. So I don't know which one of you guys want to start. You? Yeah? Well, my question are, my questions are for Marco. Are for Marco. Okay. Yeah. Hello, Marco. Welcome to our program. Hello, and thank you for inviting me. Do you know who Marco is? Yeah, I just met him. You just met him? Marco, <laughs> Marco can you tell us what your position is? Well, I'm the public relations director for the Carolina Railhawks, and I'm also in charge of... Uh, making sure that the players go and work at programs such as the Boys and Girls Club, and I set them up with uh, these great things to do. Wonderful. Okay, so you can begin with your questions. Well, my first question for Marco is, how did the Redhawks become involved with the Brownwood Boys and Girls Club? So your question, one more time, can you say it a little bit louder? Okay. Um, how did the how did the Redhawks become involved with the Brownwood Boys and Girls Club? Okay. Well, uh, try and make it as uh, simple and short as possible, but uh, our players wanted to be out in the community helping kids who might not have uh, positive role models in their lives. And, uh, and uh, I figure I, I got in touch with uh, Pepe, who uh, we've been trying to do this for about a year now, 
and we finally were able to get something together. And uh, so that's why you see a lot of soccer players coming to the Boys and Girls Club every day. Wonderful. My second question is, has the team been to other clubs in Wake County? Has the team been to other clubs in Wake County? They haven't been to any Boys and Girls Clubs, but uh, some of the guys go to the Salvation Army Community Center and do pretty much the same thing they do at the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, so you guys are kind of special. You guys are the only ones that get the Railhawks as volunteers. That's pretty sweet. My third question is, how long have the Railhawks been involved with the Brentwood Boys and Girls Club? How long have the Railhawks been involved with the Brentwood Boys and Girls Club? Yes. Um, I would say since February of this year. Yes, since February. So just a few months. Okay. My fourth question is, will the, will the Red, Hawk, Red Hawks continue to con- volunteer at the club? Will they continue to volunteer at the club? As long as their schedule permits and as long as they stay in town, Absolutely. And your last. Yep. What does the volunteers at the Brimwood Boys and Girls Club do for the team? What do, uh, what do the volunteers do for the team? Yep. Okay. You mean the soccer players? Yes. Well, they play soccer. They uh, make sure that hopefully they win games and uh, they put on a good show on the field and uh, make sure that people enjoy themselves watching good professional soccer. Have you ever gotten a chance to go see one of the games? Nope. Not yet? No? No, I haven't been to one of the games. Not yet. All right. We're going to have to correct that. <laughs> okay, who would like to go next? Okay, hi, my name is Anna. I'm 12 years old and I've been to the Boys and Girls for three years, and I'm going to interview Caleb. Um, where are you from, and how long have you been with the Real Hawks? I'm from Queensland, Australia, and this is my first season uh, with the Real Hawks. Okay. Um, what do you, what positions do you play? I'm a goalkeeper. Okay. Are you good? <laughs> Am I good? <laughs> um, I'll leave that for somebody else to answer. I don't know. I guess I'm average. There we go. In the middle. Average. Okay. Why? Why? Um, because I wouldn't say I'm the best in the world and I would hope that I'm not the worst in the world. So that makes me average. There we okay. go. <laughs> Why do you want to help the Boy- Brentwood Boys and Girls Club? And because I think there's a need everywhere for uh, role models in the community and there is a good opportunity for us to come out and uh, have fun with you guys and uh, be a good sounding board for a pass in your life. What do you or don't like about the Brentwood Boys and Girls Club? There's not much that I don't like. Actually, there's nothing I don't like, but uh, the positive points would definitely be the kids are well-behaved and they have very good manners and uh, Pepe runs a very tight ship over there so they know what to expect and... Uh, so far, so good. Where else do you volunteer? Nowhere else right now. So just you guys. From what have you learned about working with kids, do you think the Brentwood Boys and Girls Club is a positive place for kids? Yeah, it's definitely a positive place for kids. It gets them uh, off the street in, you know, as you said before, gets you out of bad things that you could be doing and gives you uh, something positive to be doing. And hopefully at the same time, you'll uh, meet other kids with goals and uh, hopefully you can remain friends after the Boys and Girls Club. Do you play soccer at the Boys and Girls Club? I sure do. How often? I would say a couple times a week when I'm there. Okay. How, who taught you how to play soccer? Um, 
I taught myself for the most part. And then as you get older, you'll run into coaches and things like that. And then they will uh, build you up and guide you in the right path as well. Okay. And will you come back and, and visit after your season is over? If I have the time and I'm still here and not visiting in Australia, I'll be more than happy to come and visit with you guys. Thank for you. sure. No problem. I have another question for you before you pass that microphone off. So you obviously um, aren't from maybe North Carolina? No, I'm not. Okay. And so is there something like this back where you're from? Um, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure, but uh, I know there is Salvation Armies back home that do similar sort of things, but I don't think they do it to the level in which, say, they do it here. Um, and it's definitely not as structured, um, I wouldn't say at all. And what's been the most rewarding part of helping out with the Brentwood Boys and Girls Club for you? Um, you know, just to speak with the kids, they ask you questions and you'll be surprised. Um, some of the questions they ask you sometimes, whether it's personal or whether it's sport in general and things like that. So it's just good to be able to chat with them. And uh, if they have, you know, a wrong idea or a wrong opinion, maybe you can help influence them to make it uh, a better choice. And what's, do you have an embarrassing story from being there yet? An embarrassing story? Not yet. <laughs> I hope not I don't yet. have any, but no, not yet. All right. Well, I'll pass it off on to the next interviewer then. Okay. My first questions are for oh, Joseph. Oh. Wait, what's your name? My name is Mai. And how old are you? I'm 12 years old. Okay. Now you can start. Okay. What is your name? Uh, my name is Joseph Cowboy. Okay. Where are you from and how long have you been playing for the Railhawks? Uh, originally, I'm from Africa, from a country called Zimbabwe. And uh, this is my first season for the, for the Railhawks. What position do you play and why? Uh, I'm a midfielder. I can also play forward. I mean, uh, you know, as you grow up, you want to play any position, but you came across co coaches and uh, they'll kind of like, you know, help you to figure out your way and uh, give you the best position they think you can play. Okay, what do you like about volunteering at the Brentwood Boys and Girls Club? Uh, I think uh, when I look at the Boys and Girls Club, I mean, uh, since I'm from Africa, I came up, uh, I grew up in the same, uh, same, 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 uh, same format. So I just want to share my talent, whatever I, I got, I mean, with the boys and girls. And uh, I think it's a wonderful thing to do, especially to the kids growing up. What What do you do when you're at the Boys and Girls Club? Uh, uh, I help coach, coach soccer and also help them with their homeworks uh, uh, if they, they, they are in need. How often do you train? Uh, it depends. Sometimes we train once, once, uh, once a day, sometimes twice a day. Are your muscles ever sore when you come to the Boys and Girls Club? Definitely. Some <laughs> you definitely better say sorry. yes to that, right? <laughs> if not, you'll be running more. Definitely, especially Mondays and Tuesdays. I mean, those might be our tough, uh, tough training days uh, if we have a game on Saturday. Why do you think it is beneficial for kids to go to the Boys and Girls Club? Uh, I think it's... Uh, uh, it's uh, you, you get some positive ideas. I mean, like from Pepe and from most of the guys who will be there working with the kids from the Railhawks and other stuff, like uh, uh, some of the students from uh, NC State. I mean, they will be there too, helping you out to shape your way and uh, reach your goals. Okay, my last question is, if you played another sport, what would it be? That's a tough one. Uh, I'd rather play golf. Golf? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You have to ask the, okay. the follow-up question to that one. Why would you pick golf? Yeah. It's nothing like soccer. <laughs> I think mine on an owe me money because I, I guessed that one right. Woo! We 
said golf is not a sport. Oh. <laughs> There's some contention. Why golf, though, for real? I mean, uh, I just love it, I mean, from childhood. I never had a chance, I mean, to really, like, get into it. But I love golf, just watching it on TV. And, I mean, it's just fun for me. Wow. <laughs> You're maybe, like, the third person I've ever met in my entire life that really likes watching golf on TV. I mean, I can see, like, in person, but... On TV. I wow. love it. I love it. I mean, I think it's a beautiful spot. Well, wonderful. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so I think right now we will give away another set of those tickets. Um, the studio lines again are 860-0881 and 515-2400. So we're going to play a little music for you and then we will be right back. All right. And you are back with the State of State we're here with MC at WKNC Raleigh. And I'm sorry, guys, I told you to call in to win tickets, and I didn't give you the numbers. What on earth? All right. So we still have those tickets um, because you guys are not mind readers. So the numbers for the studio are 860-0881 and 515-2400. You can call in to win those now. And if you were the person that called earlier and when I didn't answer the phone, I'm sorry for ignoring you. And we are now going to talk with a couple of different folk. Uh, Pepe Calderon, is that correct? Calvillo. Cadillo. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I botched your name. I apologize. No, and what is your role at the Boys and Girls Club? I am the director of the club. Okay. Hold on. We might have to have you move mics. Will you try this one for me? Do you mind? Okay. Because I can't hear you on that one. I apologize. Okay. So I am the director of the club. Will you talk a little bit about how you got involved with the club then? Like, perhaps... Ooh, yeah, that's a long story. You go that, for it. That happened... A bridge version, on, maybe. Uh, yeah. That happened on October 2005. Uh, I was uh, working for a newspaper, and then they asked me to leave. And then, but the same day that they uh, asked me that, I, I knew that the Boys and Girls Club were, were uh, looking for... Um, what was the position? Uh, Latino Outreach Coordinator. So I knew they were looking for somebody, and then uh, I just apply, and, and I guess they like my resume, and they hire me. And that's how it started, uh, like, almost five years ago. And then so I started as the Latino Outreach Coordinator for the entire organization. So I was doing a lot of different things, including uh, running soccer tournaments uh, for the organization. And then uh, in November, well, actually it was in June, June 2006, they, they decide to open another club that will serve mainly the Latino community. And since I am bilingual, Mexican, or whatever you want to call me, uh, they say, well, maybe you can work with those guys. And they say, well, I can try. And then I, I went for the position and in June 2006, and, and I start, um, you know, running the club since uh, before we even opened the club. So, yeah, that's... How a start, cool. kind of. And so where did the Carolina Railhawks come in for you? When? Mm-hmm. Well, Because uh, you said you had the soccer, you had interest in soccer. And I know in a lot of countries, other than maybe the U.S., soccer is like the sport to watch. Uh, oh, yes. I mean, soccer is like another religion uh -huh. in, in, in Mexico and many other countries, of course. Uh, but the way the Railhawks approached the club, I don't know, do, do I, did I find you? You find us? Oh. I think I found you. Yes. I found you last year oh. at yeah. the Junior League uh, Career Day. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, we've been right. talking about doing stuff. And uh, 
uh, it's very important for the Railhawks organization in general. We also have a not-for-profit foundation, but uh, to be out, as I said earlier, in the community and help uh, organizations such as Pepe's who are in dire need of staff so and volunteers. So, uh, And obviously Pepe being a soccer fan, it was very easy. It was kind of like a win-win situation. Of course. Yeah. Yes, and and it's and it's really positive. I mean, not of course the relationship that we have now with the Railhawks is is very important uh, because of all the the things they already say. But the relationship we, that we have with all the volunteers in general is is you know is amazing and it's a big help for for the club, but also for the kids. I can tell you one number to to give you an idea how important the presence of of the volunteers are in the club. The the GPA of our, our members in November 2007 was 2.3. In November 2008, the GPA was 2.9. In January this year, we got that number almost to 3, 2.9 and some, some more um, like decimals. So, and this is because, of course, the work of, of the staff that, that we have in the club, but also the volunteers, because you can, if you, any given day, you, you go to the club and you see our volunteers working one-on-one -on -one with the kids, reading, writing, talking about good stuff and giving uh, good advice to the kids and, and giving them also, like, ideas how to learn more things and how to practice these things that uh, uh, should not just happen in the club, but also at home. You know, so we want them to take all this this thing home. So, of course, just the staff would it's not it's not possible. It's not going to be enough. We all always need like more help, and these guys are, are doing like a great job in that regard. It helps a lot to have yes. that one-on-one -on -one interaction. Yes. I can yes. imagine along with homework needs and everything, because I'm sure not everybody, from what I saw today at least, not everybody is on the same level. Not everyone's in the same grade or anything like that and maybe they don't speak English as well or maybe they speak English just fine and that's not the barrier but maybe getting help from their parents because their parents don't understand their schoolwork as well is a big problem for them so I definitely looked like pretty helpful to have quite a few people there yes. I saw today I heard that that's not always the case that you don't always have so many people volunteering there though so if there are people that want to become involved how would they go about doing that Uh, well, there's a, a process that is very simple and it's very easy. If you are willing to go to the Boysingers Club to volunteer, you, ca you can go online mm -hmm. and, and find an application there. You can call us. We can fax you the application. You can visit, stop by the clubs, and we will give you an application. And then we just uh, we need to check background. And after that, if you're clean, uh, you, you're in. And do you have a website that you normally yes, tell people to go to? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. It's um, wakebgc.org. So okay. www.wake, as the county, mm -hmm. B as in boy, G as in girl, C as in club, .org. Okay. And you mentioned a phone number. Do you know that off the top of your head, too? Um, or yeah, they can get that off the website? Or? It's 919-834-6282. Um, Okay. That's the phone number of the administrative office. And I can also say the number in my club. No? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 919-790-8284. Because now state students are almost out of school, so they have a little bit more free time. And I'm sure okay. you guys have longer club hours during the summer, correct? Yes. 
So, <laughs> yeah. so you're open in the morning. Almost, almost all 11 in. hours. <laughs> wow. 7.30 in the morning until 6 p.m. Holy moly. Yes. I see the people's eyes on the background going, 7.30. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be the volunteer then. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So now state students, if you are interested, check those things out. But I also heard that there were a couple more connections with Railhawks and NC State. We were talking earlier about. Yeah. I mean, since it's uh, the state of state here, mm-hmm. um, obviously being a local team, we get a lot of uh, interest in players from the local colleges. Uh, the first two seasons we had uh, Santiago Fusilier, an Argentinian who played for George Tarantini on the um, in the Wolfpack soccer team. And uh, this year, we uh, unfortunately, Santiago is no longer with us, uh, hopefully to bigger and better things because he's a good player. But uh, this year we have Aaron King, who is a huge star here at State uh, in the soccer program. He is right now on loan to Wilmington, but he'll be back at the end of the month. And mostly he might be back for that game we're giving tickets away for, too, which is quite the, interesting. The 29th, right? The May 29th, which is not our next game, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> uh, and um, and also Dan Popic, who is the goalkeeper coach for State, uh, an assistant coach here at State, is also the coach that makes sure that Caleb uh, Patterson doesn't make any mistakes in any games. He's our goalkeeper. That's our Aussie friend that we talked to earlier, right? Yes, absolutely. The one who thinks he's average. (laughs) Is he being modest? Very. Oh. Very. So people should come out to a game to see this. People should definitely come out to a game. And since you gave me that lead in, I'm going to, you know, shameless plug. Uh, We do play Saturday (laughs) night. Uh, at 7 p.m. at Wake Med Soccer Park in Cary. Um, it, we're celebrating Mother's Day, so if you want to bring your moms to the game, your moms get in for free. That's pretty sweet. So, And the first 500 will receive a carnation, too. Uh-huh. So if you don't have money for the flowers, you say, hey, Mom, I'm taking you to a soccer game. And <laughs> That's like a win-win situation. <laughs> Absolutely. Quality time with the mom watching the soccer game. Absolutely. Watching and, you guys win. Uh, hopefully. Yes. And also, uh, for all college students, if you show your college ID, you get two-for-one spectator seats. So it's uh, it's a really inexpensive way to spend an evening. Is that a new rule, or is that an always rule? It's a rule that we implemented on April 18th. However, we decided to extend it for the rest of the season. Cool. So we expect a lot of state students out to uh, wear Wolfpack Red or Railhawks Orange. It's kind of close. Orange and red. They're related. <laughs> Absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely, uh, yeah. No, it's great. It's, uh, we love State. Oh, well, we, we love you guys, you <laughs> Railhawks. I like the fans the most, the ones that sit at the uh, the end, the far end, with the drums. Oh, the 204 Depot, yeah. Oh, they have a name. They have a name. Uh, since you, it's another shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> the 204 Depot is run by a, a young man by the name of Jarrett Campbell, who is a huge soccer fan, and he owns a website called Triangle Soccer Fanatics. And he took it over. He actually invented, coined the name Railhawk. Oh, wow. Um, for us. And uh, he's a big soccer fan. And every game he comes in with the, all the triangle soccer fanatics. Uh, they set up their flags, drums, bang on them until, you know, the end of the day, the night. And uh, drive the visiting goalkeepers crazy. And, yeah. <laughs> or cheer on both our goalkeepers who play uh, alternate games, Eric Reed and Caleb. Cool. And it's, yeah, they're a lot of fun to watch. They're loud, to. man. They That's are loud. It would be really hard to be a goalkeeper on that end, I think. <laughs> yeah. It would be super tough. 
I like I like the the feeling though because it's kind of like being in a foreign country almost like you feel this like intense like ah for the game because yeah. the fans that I sat around last time I went were just kind of like okay soccer <laughs> yay but those guys man there was no quieting them down but even though you know you you the people you were around were a little bit you know okay soccer they, yeah. they were probably buying tickets to the next game because but I know by for a fact that by the end of the game they're so excited by our our players that. You know, they'll come back again and again. What is a railhawk? You said that he coined the term railhawk. Is it it's that like weird, scary mascot looking thing? Or All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, Swoops is not weird and scary, and he's a state student. So we oh. would, uh, I'll, I'll let him know. He actually was Mr. Wolf at one point or another. And actually, shout out to Ms. Wolf. I love you very much. Um, but uh, a railhawk uh, is. A fictitious bird that was invented for the sake of the team. Uh, without the train tracks, there would be no carry, which is where we play. This is true. And uh, there are a lot of uh, red-tailed hawks in the area. So they said, well, rail, hawk, you know, train. And train hawks didn't really work well. Yeah, so. train hawks doesn't really have a ring so. to it. <laughs> so we are now the Carolina rail hawks. I just said they were weird and scary because the little girl we went with from the Boys and Girls Club last time, oh, my goodness, that thing got, like, 100 yards from her, and she started crying. She was so scared. And he was just trying to be nice, but she was just petrified of him. Swoops loves kids. you tricked me. Yeah, she said, yeah, you made me come. You tricked me. And we were like, what is she talking about? Swoops loves kids. All right. Yes. Well, wonderful. We thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank you for the invitation. Is there anything else you would like to talk about with the Boys and Girls uh, Club? I can say something else about volunteers. That would be uh, wonderful. In, since you mentioned that we may have some people listening and may they might be interested in going to the club and um, and volunteer. There are different um, options, uh, possibilities for them to, to come and, and help us. One is we can... Or was tell them what to do, or what, where do we need more help, or if they have like a special special talent or some kind of knowledge they want to uh, share with the kids. Uh, say they want to start just like Christy, the, the fashion design program. I mean, if, if there's anybody who's listening now who who want to share something with the kids, that can be shared in one session or in one year. Just let us know. We we can uh, you know coordinate times and days and programs and all the schedule around that, so we can have that person coming to the club to share whatever experience or knowledge or uh, whatever he may have in, or she and wanted to share to the, with the, to the kids. Okay. Well, thank yeah, you. So it's it's very simple. All right. So, guys, do you have anything else you'd like to say? They're looking at pictures and hanging out. No? No. No, you're good? You're good? You've said your piece? Yeah. Well, we thank you so much for coming in. We really thank appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm hoping that you guys will get some more volunteers out of this and hopefully get to go to one of those Railhawks games that you're, Me too. you're so involved with. Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you guys for taking your time. We know that you have a busy soccer schedule. And so really good. Thanks for having us. Well. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we have another set of tickets to give away before everybody walks out of the station here. Uh, and we will take the second caller at 860-0881 or 515-2400.
Again, those numbers call in for Carolina Railhawks tickets. And that's all we've got for the State of State tonight. Thank you for tuning in to WKNC Raleigh. I'm your host, MC, and we would like to say a special thanks to the Brentwood Boys and Girls Club and the Carolina Railhawks for coming in and chatting with us. Again, the State of State operates off of listeners' ideas, listeners just like you. So if you have any suggestions of things you think that are going uh, perhaps a little overlooked, give us a shout at the State of State at WKNC.org or give us a call at 515-2400 or 860-0881. And we were given one more set of tickets to give away to that Railhawks game on the 28th, I think you said? 29th, excuse me. Um, so again, those numbers, if you were just listening because you wanted to you know, tell me your burning ideas, uh, are 515-2400 and 860-0881. Good night.